Yes, here we go. Um, well, everyone, welcome back. Uh, we are again uh, here on the South Perth foreshore on Christmas Eve. Um, it's been such a lovely afternoon. And uh, with the freedom movement, with um, lots of friends and family around. Uh, and uh, once again, I'm joined by Sharon, Steve and Stuart, all uh Part of the really part of the movement that um, uh, I've had so much to do with over the last year or more now, and um, I'll try not to destroy the camera shots. Um, and so, really, uh, as everyone already knows, if you've been watching this evening or whenever you happen to be watching, um, we're just having a chat with people that have been really heavily involved in the movement, just to find out where they're at now and what sort of, you know, do a little bit of a reflection on the evening or on the last year, I should say. <laughs> So why don't I start with you, Stuart? Tell me a little bit about yourself, because I first um, came to know you, gosh, must have been around October, November last year when I saw you speaking uh, on stage at the Perth rallies, Perth Freedom Rallies. I think the first time that you may have seen me speak was at a rally in January of okay. this year, and I was spoke at a rally because I was selected as I was a former school principal, and also I was also in the military. Uh, so that's right, I, and it was Supreme Court Gardens, wasn't it? That's correct. Yes. So at that stage, uh, I'd already made the decision that I was not going to take the jab, which was going to result in me losing the ability to work as in my normal occupation as a yeah. as a teacher. And I was actually a school principal, so I wasn't able to continue in that position for a while. So it was pretty. Uh, it was a pretty major decision to, to do that and, of course, the, the pressure from both the government, from uh, colleagues, from family, um, local doctors, uh, is intense at that stage. And, of course, uh, uh, I'd made that decision and I was willing to, to live with that and the consequences of that decision and uh, I'm glad I did. I don't regret that decision at all. And do your family stand by with all that? Generally, yes. Um, they, even though they all took the jab, they, they they've known for some time that I'm not like the sort of person that's likely to to go down the government road because we'd already decided to home educate our kids. We did decided that. Um, the school system uh, uh, was not where we wanted our children to be and so we were already used to, to making those kind of decisions uh, that were unpopular with other people so um, that was probably one reason that helped me cope with uh, the flak but not not so much from my family but from you know the the general government and from some friends who were quite hostile uh, towards me and I lost some friendships over the making those decisions. Yeah. And you, you, you mean, despite the fact that your family took it, it's so good to hear that they were supportive of your decision. It's wonderful. Um, coincidentally, I should mention that uh, uh, I happen to have you and uh, Sharon here uh, together because um, Sharon also has a lot of experience in homeschooling, which is another subject that um, I've uh, done quite a little bit of work on just recently. And uh, I, I think Hannah has spoken to you particularly, and I, I don't know whether I've spoken to you, Sharon, but we'd love to interview you for that series. Um, and I know Hannah's probably spoken to you, Stuart, right? 
Dan is um, very adamant that we're going to have you on there, and um, I'm 100% supportive of that because I've been wanting to do um, or sit down and have a chat with you about some things for quite a long while. And um, I think um, later on there's going to be um, more scope for that. But uh, tonight we're here to just sort of celebrate and have a bit of a reflection on the year that's gone by. So, which brings me to you guys. Actually, Sharon, I'm going to start with you. <laughs> just to pick on you a little bit because I know you were feeling a little bit nervous about doing this. So, there's nothing to be nervous about. Um, you um, tell me a little bit about your life before uh, this incredible thing happened to us all. What, where were you at? What were you doing? Okay, um, I've been a single mum for a while, um, from about 2017. Uh, I was working from home sometimes as an artist, and I was also a uh, pizza chef as well. Oh, and wow. I, I was homeschooling my kids as well. So I have a 22-year-old, obviously, who's now finished school and a 13-year-old and I've been homeschooling for about 12 years. That's amazing. Congratulations. I'm really, really impressed. I've got to tell you that. And um, Stuart, you must have something to add to that because you, I mean, you must be really pleased to meet people who have taken that challenge, I know. Oh, I take my hats off to single mums that uh, homeschool. It's hard enough to do it as a couple, um, but yep. for, for single mums to do that is just amazing. It really a commitment is. and they have put themselves second or last in in order to put their children first and uh, it's just uh, such a wonderful testimony to their own children and family. Uh, Sharon, it's amazing. It really is. Um, I'm so glad to know that that's uh, who you are because it's very inspirational to me, especially with what we're going through now. So tell me, how did you get involved with all the rallies and all that? Because I think you guys met through the rallies, right? Well, actually, we met at Stand in the Park. Wow. <laughs> Last year, yeah, in August. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. It really is. So, uh, Steve, jump in whenever you like, yeah, mate. Sure. <laughs> um, by the way, we want to sort of um, sort of be about a, a fist away at the moment. Uh, uh, you're you're very natural at it, Jane. So, Steve, what what about you? What were you doing before uh, all of this happened? Who were you? Um, so, in uh, 2020, when uh, when it all started, I was I was working away uh, in Canberra. Uh, oh, yeah. So I, I do insurance repairs and storm damage. So most of my work every year is over over east. Um, so yeah, at the start of the yeah plan, pandemic, was, yes. um, yeah working working over there, and then uh, obviously seeing seeing everything sort of fall apart. Um, you know, make it make a choice. You know, whether to stay or, or, or go home. Um, yeah, so you know at that at that time they were going to close the borders, and you know you've seen people drop dead in uh, China. Yeah. So obviously you think you know worst case I better get home and you know yeah that go back was and a... support your family and yeah. be with the ones that you love. So and and mate and and then the the, the whole thing happened. And you started putting on, or being one of the workers, putting on these rallies, right? It took, uh, it took a little while. Um, I think after, after sort of seeing the lockdowns and then sort of, you know, something something doesn't seem right here. Um, I, I think I first uh, 
jumped in on a car rally, uh, put the kids in the car. I saw this rally that was advertised. It was a car rally going from Woodman Point oh, yeah. through the city. Yep. Um, and to, to, to this date, I see still see some of the faces that, that I saw on that day, and some of them have become, you know, best friends, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just amazing. But, um, yeah. yeah, jumped on that rally, and, you know, you could, you could just see that everybody else is thinking the same thing. Yeah, you know, we've, we've had a couple of discussions, haven't we? And sometimes it, I don't know what led me to that rally, but I just jumped. I just jumped in, and and by the the, the time uh, you know, I'm seeing you know, people wearing you know t-shirt uh, shirts and jackets going stronger together, and Thanks, I was like, okay, well, you know, if if people are if if it's all going to go down, and people are you know dropping dead, and and you know we're getting to sort of like this unrest, and people just end up looting and things like that. You actually, you, I think you need a gang to yep. to to hang with. Hang, you, can't, yeah. you can't do this by yourself. That's right. So that's right. Yeah. So um, I think at, at, after that rally, I was pumped, and you know we had a lot of fun, and I jumped on to you know um, a site, and it was like you know, join the site. And, yeah. <laughs> and then and away we went. So. And then you took it to the extreme level, uh, like I did, and like you did, Stuart. We've all got that in common, really, don't we? Yeah. So, what um, was the biggest thing that affected you guys over the last year? Um, I'll, I'll start with me. The absolute terror of realising that I'm going broke real fast and um, just just going, well, this is it. Um, it's, it's There's nowhere else to go now. I have to just quit and I just have to speak out as hard as I can and um, see what where we end up. Because I've got to be honest with you, I never believed that we would get to where we are now um, with these emergency amendment bills going through and all these sorts of things. And, um, the, you know, it's been great to be vindicated, though, I should say that much. Um, but, uh, gosh, I had some low times feeling as though in, everything was absolutely going to be over. It was all over. I'll never be able to go back to work again or all that sort of thing because I absolutely loved my job. But what about you, Stuart? Did you have um, some pretty low moments in the, in the last Well, it wasn't easy. I mean, I think uh, a guy is designed uh, to work. You know, we were made yeah. to, to uh, work, and if we don't work, um, we feel... Oh, well, there's been a clear link that guys who are unemployed actually have huge, end up having um, uh, mental health issues. Yep. And so it wasn't easy to, to be in that situation. I, I had a secondary source of income, uh, two secondary sources of income, which uh, enabled me to have some, uh, to live on that. So that was good. So, but it was also, there was, it was an evolving situation. So uh, we were told. I, I put a little video together at the, st the start of the year. I think it was in January. I, put, I posted it on YouTube. Oh, and I think I've seen it actually. Yeah, so it was, uh, it was, it was holding up cards and it showed just showing how how bad it was and uh, wasn't even allowed to take my grandchildren to the, the zoo uh, yeah. and uh, we weren't allowed to go to the, the pub, we weren't allowed to go to the gym, we weren't allowed to uh, socialise and we were the, basically the government was making us into worse than lepers. Yeah. At least if it's a leper, that often often it wasn't your fault, but it was our fault. Apparently yeah, that... Well, <laughs> sociopath, yeah, it's the one you... Yeah. <laughs> so um, I went and I started making some uh, signs because um, 
uh, I saw uh, the signs. I love some of the signs at the rally, so I made a few of my own up. And then I thought, you know, uh, it, it'd be better if they're professionally made. And so I put a, took a lot of time to, to make your own sign. So I, I found this printer who actually was very generous and allowed us to uh, to do the core flute. to do do the core flute signs. And I think I made up about 30 or 40 of them. And and when we went along to all the different rallies, I would bring them along, and everyone would choose the one that was. Yeah, I know. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the handout. I remember the little little come, huddle and the handout. Come yeah. and collect your sign, guys. Yeah, and then we had to get them back. To, we had to get them all back together at the end as well. Oh, they're, they're really interesting stories, aren't they? And they're, and they're some of the real highs because we had um, some. Well, that was a lot of fun, you know, going to those rallies, and we went to Channel Seven a number of times. We, and, had, we uh, had a lot of fun. Didn't and we? the education department, I like speaking to them and telling them what I thought of them. Oh, and, I, and, I, and I've got endless amounts of video of you doing that. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm going to have to do? Um, there's been talk about putting some sort of documentary together um, because. I've got so much great footage that no one's ever seen. And, I mean, I've got to be honest with you guys, um, it's quite good fun sitting down every now and again and just scrolling scrolling through all that stuff and having a look here and there and, oh, I remember that. Yeah, like, you've got endless amounts of um, hard drives <laughs> clogging up my desk. Um, so, you guys, tell me about some of the hard times you've been through. Uh, you've been economically affected by all this pretty heavily and you know that's been a part of a series that I've done on this channel is about that stuff and um, look once again I've got to apologize for all the noise um, we are going to be able to remove half of that and I can see that my camera is just putting us all we're all dark at the moment Sharon so you're probably loving that <laughs> but I can fix that in post so let's not worry too much about that but um you know yeah there's been some incredible times and we could talk about that all day but there's also been some real hard times hey who wants to go first tell us about you don't have to go get personal and stuff like that but um, i just want to do a little bit of a recognition of what we've done this last year and it's been tough and um but it's been incredible and um i want to get some of those stories out yeah, I'll, I'll go first, but um, I think like in, in you, very similar to your situation, you know, you, yeah, I haven't actually been able to, the, the source of my income is very, is a very short part of the year that I'm actually able to travel over, over east, do my work, do it as quickly as I can. Uh, and then wrap it up, and, and and it is fairly fairly well paying income for me to come back and sort of take a back seat and and you know afford to um to, to come back yeah. and sort of not jump you know because obviously I've been working three four could be five months straight mm. you know six days a week you know twelve hour days yeah what well, on the road yeah yeah so yeah wow. just yeah so you, you sort of get in you know for the last couple of years prior to this two years that have just passed but were about three months two to three months worth of work so yeah. it wasn't great yeah and then the pandemic came along yeah. and then not able to travel or borders locked down or when you were able to travel you come you, when you come back to see your kids you're in lockdown for two weeks and you know and you're, you're losing you're losing oh man it's so horrific yeah so so in the last two years there's nothing yeah now in that time, you know, we 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 can see and we can understand what a, what system we're sort of entrapped in. When when it all comes down to it, how much we need money 
right? Yep. And when it's not there, you know, it's a new reality, isn't it? It is. It makes you think a lot. Yeah. Doesn't it, Sharon? Yes, it does. Yeah. What's, um, what's been really hard for you? Uh, it was probably more so in 2020 that things were hard for me. When I worked what was happening, uh, I finished my job when the pandemic hit as a pizza chef. So, you know, I was scraping it through. And I lost a lot of friends and family, you know, people who wouldn't listen, you know, who thought you were a bit of a loony conspiracy theorist. So um, that was... So here you are, you're you're homeschooling your children. Yeah. Were you still... And you're working part-time on top of all that. Yeah, I was until until it sort of... And man, I I don't know how you went through that, honestly. Yeah. 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 I managed to find a way. It was tight, you know, for a while. But then um, going to stand in the park... Yep. And meeting what is feels like my new family. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then meeting Steve, and just we have met so many amazing people. And that's it. And it turned it all around. And now here we are. And it's the sun's going down. It's getting windy. But we've we've got this lovely little group here. We're um, making lots of noise on the foreshore, and we're celebrating, you know, Christmas. Um, and uh, like it's just so wonderful to actually get to this point and to be able to to do this. Because it um it's a, a more of a community community than I've really than I've experienced since I was a child really. That's um, you know when I, I grew up in a small town and I hadn't really had that for such a long time and now it's really unique. Yeah. Yeah, that's that that's a design of separation really, isn't it? Now we it's really highlighted the need to yes. come together and and. Yeah, share and yeah, come yeah. together and celebrate and fight, you know, fight together and yeah, you know, and, and yeah, in the process, you know, you meet beautiful people. I met beautiful Sharon right here. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we, we are blessed. We, you are. You, you guys are a real great story and um, very recognisable on the scene, oh, like we all are, like you are, Stuart. So, um, Stuart, uh, how do you feel about being here? This evening. Oh, it's it's great to be here. Um, I remember how uh, McGowan said, you know, the mandates are working, the vaccination rates are going up. So uh, that was a deliberate ploy to. It wasn't about health. It was actually um, to to force people to do something against their will which was certainly the case with some of my children who said to me, Dad, I, I, don't, want to, I don't want to take it, but I, I have to take it, I have to work. And going back to the financial issue, you know, the, and remember how he said, and um, these restrictions were going to be in place for years to come. So uh, it was all psychological, it's, it's, it's all psychological warfare. So, um, and I'm, I've been involved in a, um, in, in uh, the Christian circle. So, and being involved in the church is, you, you get strength from, from that. And a lot of people said, this is sort of like a, you know, we, we are your new church or family. And I, I get that because it's, it's, it has a lot of the similarity of having that fellowship of being like-minded and uh, having a common goal. So uh, to be here with uh, people who, who understand the seriousness of the situation. Still and, and, and look, I was, I was talking to my friends in my small group at church and I said, look, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, in, in uh, there's a guy that I know who's, who's willing to fly out 
fly out uh, in a private plane to to go to I won't say where, but um, out of Australia uh, because we were locked down. We weren't allowed to for, uh, we weren't allowed to leave our own country. That's that Soviet kind of that socialistic. Uh, a, a, a wall which we couldn't climb over. It's like the Berlin Wall. Well, it's becoming, I mean, as I was saying earlier, we're so vindicated now and it's becoming quite clear that they did stage a war on us. There was an attack um, and it was all a lie. Uh, but thankfully we knew that. Well, the truth gets out. And then what's happening yeah. now, and this is part of the vindication that you're talking about, is that the truth is is finally getting out and people are actually... As we, the term that we use is uh, are waking up and mm. actually seeing, and people even who were completely uh, were jabists, and uh, you know, I coined the term jabism, <laughs> jabism, which is uh, yes, you know, heard of racism. Well, jabism is just as bad. Absolutely. So. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing was a cult. It was very cultish, wasn't it? It was. Um, but anyway, look, it is Christmas Eve, and um, it is getting cold. Um, <laughs> Guys, I'd just like to say thank you so much for being with me and sharing some of your stories. Um, and uh, I want to wish you all the very best for New Year's and for Christmas, obviously. And um, I just um, want to um, come back in a bigger way this next year. And, and I, I hope we all keep up with it all. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to working with you guys and spending some more time with you. Yeah. So thank you so much for being with me. Well, thanks, Andrew, for all you've done as well. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, and Andrew. Good night. Thanks, good night. Good night. Merry Christmas. I'm saying good night because it is night, everyone. I always say good night, even though it's day. <laughs> so anyway, good night, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for being with me. Bye.